Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Mike. And this is Kevin. And we're here to talk about whatever we want to talk about because nobody tells us what to do. Nobody ever tells us. Except our wives. Right. Well, there's that. That's why we're here. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Because they're not. (laughs) We said we had to. We have to to go do this show. Um, Okay. Uh, This week I'm getting, I just got back from Nashville doing some training for Bridgestone. And then over in Indiana, doing some training for Purdue Farms, their sure. turkey operation. The turkey, they have a turkey. turkey. I didn't know they had a turkey operation. They, they do. Well, you know, where does it come from? Uh, well, Indiana. Yeah, Indiana, I guess. Anyway, um, this week we're packing up and getting ready to head to the Mid America show at Louisville. Louisville. Uh-huh. I think that's the correct pronunciation. Louisville. 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 With a mouthful of mush. Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. And uh, then the next week, I go down to Orlando, and I have to spend a couple of days doing training with Continental. So it's busy, 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 busy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, I'm curious to see the show because I'm hearing rumors from people that I talk to that many, not only are the big truck manufacturers not going to be there. Right. I think only two of them are going to be there. I'm not sure which two. They're all going to the North American Commercial Vehicle Show in Atlanta every other year now. And that horse crap thing you went to? The, the one we went to last year that if there was 15,000 attendees, I would have been amazed, and we were there for five days. It was a horrible show. A horrible practice. Yeah, and they charge $100 for admittance for the people to come in, and nobody under 18 can get in. Okay. So nobody's bringing their family. And yeah. I, and is, does your wife want to pay $100 to walk around? I don't think so. So really, who does go? There? I Nobody did last year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were standing in there in our booth, and there was all these other vendors in their booths, and you could have fired a cannon down through the aisles, and, and you probably wouldn't have even hit a vendor because they were all in their booths asleep. Asleep. Everybody's was, just, it was just horrible. They paid for it, but they didn't Boy, did we. For it. So now we're going to Louisville, Louisville. to the Mid-America show. We'll see how That's it goes. where everybody goes. Yeah. Uh, it may be great. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Right. And uh, then, like I said, the next week I go to Orlando, and we'll see how that goes. And so if you're going to Louisville, we'll be glad to see you down there because we'll be looking for people to come and say hi. And uh, tonight, what are we going to do tonight? <laughs> we well, want to hear. We're here. Should yeah. we take some calls? Take some calls, right? Yeah. Answer some questions. Well, yeah. Okay. We we kind of know how to do that. Our first and tomorrow morning at eight o'clock Central Time. Right. I have to do a half hour show on the Dave Nemo show on XM Series Radio. Yay. So if you don't get enough of us tonight, you can call in there tomorrow. Right. All right. Uh, the first call is from the 910 area code. Any guesses on where that is? Isn't that Texas? No. Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. Well, I was close. Just that far on the map? They're both in the south. They're both south of the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. And is this gentleman or lady 
in North Carolina. Sure, it's a nice time to be there. Okay, well, let's talk to them then and see what they have to say. Hello, North Carolina. Yes, North Carolina, but I'm in Florida. <laughs> All right. Even nice. All right. Yeah, be there next so week. down here to Publix down in, down in Deerfield Beach. But I called oh, tonight. Yeah. I was the one last week that called you about I hit that guardrail in the, in the uh, center medium there. Yes. And I bent up yeah. my rims a little bit. Yeah. Now, I just want to, I changed the, I tried to change tires and everything. And I want to ask you a question on the, I have the, the axles. Now, uh, I have the rear suspension on a Kenworth T660. Okay. And I have uh, that big C on it, on the mm-hmm. suspension. Now, what okay, is the, got it. Uh, okay, what is the tightness or torque you use on the, the nuts for the axles? Oh, about 450. 450, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, now what about the front cool. axle? About the same. Yeah. Yeah. Same for the front too? Okay. Yeah, about the same. I'm trying to get write all this down for the next for this. I'm going up tomorrow and changing everything around, getting new tires all the way around. So, okay, now, um, now, 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 yes. now, wait a minute. With that big C spring, which is I think it's called a 380 on a Kenworth. Yeah. One yep. of the problems we have with that suspension is that the U-bolts are holding the main bracket up to the bottom of the axle, which right. means all yep. the weight is hanging on the U-bolt. And Same we recommend every about 50,000 miles or so, every 50,000, somebody needs to go underneath there with an impact gun and just tighten the shit out and make sure they stay tight. Right. Okay. Okay, wrote that down, tighten, okay, every 50,000. Okay, well, got that. Okay, now I got a couple other questions. Okay. Okay, front tire pressure. I'm running, I, it's a tandem. I just got the mm-hmm. new uh, um, Michelin's, the high ener- the energy ones there. Mm-hmm. I've been ru- I started. I've been listening to you, and you said 120. Still 120 in those. If the sidewall says 110, I want 120. If the sidewall okay. says 120, I want 130. So okay. it depends if you're buying 14 ply tires or 16 ply tires. Yep. Okay. Should I get the 14s or the 16s are better for the rear Personally, for, I would- uh, drives? Drives don't matter. It's the steers that I want the higher okay. pressure and the higher. Okay. Yeah, the drives. You, right. you can okay. Hundred pounds in a drive. Yeah, hundred pounds in drives is fine. Okay, I, I, I want a little higher. I want one one ten on them. But if you want to do that, I'll that's do fine. That. No, okay. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can't find my notes that I had, but Jesus, no. Uh-huh. So I wrote this down and everything. Here we go. Tire pressure, rear front. Oh, okay. For the front alignment, your degrees. Yep. Now what? Caster camber or whatever they are goes in and out in the front. Well, what do you what do you recommend? Because I'm going to put it back on the uh, on well, the no. uh, front alignment. Okay, camber I'm going to ignore. Right, because you can't change. Okay, it. you're not going to change it anyway. Yeah, caster. However, however okay. if your camber yep. is not right on your steer axle now after that accident, yeah, you might need yep. to look into replacing that axle. Yeah, so you want them to look at it. Okay, but unless it's off by more than a half a degree, I'm going to ignore it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Caster, I would like the caster in the front axle to be at about two degrees. Two degrees. Okay. Correct. That two gives degrees me the best out, ride. Say, right? Yeah. You know, no. Okay. Two degrees. Two degrees. Two degrees positive. Okay. Positive. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Right. Okay. Yes. And I think that's, let's see, ask about the axle torque. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. That's perfect. Now I cool. now I know a little more. I do have your book. Right. I suppose one of these days I should read it, right? Well, <laughs> it would be helpful. Let's, yeah, the yeah, I know. I just haven't had time. 
well, I I bought it for Christmas time through when you donated to the Christmas uh, yes. thing there. So yep. I figured, well, I better buy it then, you know. So, so I went back and I should have got the OPS, but I, you know, was dragging my feet, and I'm going to get mm-hmm. that next year. So, okay. Yeah, Mid America well, next week are are they going to are they going to have some prices for the difference in those for the OPS and everything? I don't I know. I don't I don't do that stuff. Yeah, yeah I know. I Could, just wondered. Tell you. I could talk to Kevin. But yep. yeah, hopefully uh, sometime we'll get together. Uh, oh yeah, the other one is you said it was Otto up in up in uh, Ocala. Oh yeah, Martin Galvan in Ocala. Martin. Yeah. Okay. Do you have his? You wouldn't have his Martin. I mean, how would you spell his name? M a r t i n. Like Martin. 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 Okay. Martin Galvan. Martin Galvan. Let me look it Galvin, up. Galvan. G a l l. V-E-N. G-A-L, G-A-L-V-A-N, Galvan. Yeah, V-A-N, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get that. Do you have it? You wouldn't have the numbers right there, would you? Just a second. I can look it up. I'm, getting it. Yeah. I'm getting it. Okay. Getting it? I'm, we're both looking for it. Yeah, we're racing. We're racing. <laughs> Who's faster? I'm not. Now, did you guys not you guys it. ever think about opening a, just another shop down here, down in Florida? We're like always looking for people. We're always looking for yeah. people who are willing to. To buy our equipment and listen to us. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, quick line. Yep. Show them oh, yeah. Anthony. Is Anthony near yeah. Ocala? Is who? Anthony. Anthony. Anthony uh, no, I think that's I think that's over towards the Panhandle a little bit. Okay. Well, that's where I, I show Quick Align being now. That's Quick Align is uh, is Martin Galvan. It's well, he moved to Ocala, so we may have the wrong address. We may have the wrong address. Give his phone number. His phone number is seven seven two. Okay, gentlemen, thank you very much, and you guys are perfect and awesome. Keep thank it you, up, sir. man. I listen you to you have every a good week day. as much as I can. You too. Well, thank and, you very much. And, and you know you can stream these. You don't have to wait until Sundays to listen to us. Yes, I know. I, I just haven't got. I mean, I've been so busy the last couple of weeks here between this this little bit okay. of an accident bumper and everything. You know, it's like you're trying to That's pull your hair excuse. off, trying to get everything situated. Hey, I know. I, yeah. I used to, to listen to them. Yeah. Yep. Cool. But I, cool. I used All to right. get you every week. I know Good the one week I had time, you guys couldn't get there. Couldn't you? You something happened to this the service, yeah. but anyways. But yeah. sometimes yes. blog talk isn't perfect. Yeah. Oh yep. well. Well, have right, a great buddy. time, gentlemen. Hopefully, Thank I'd you. love to see you next week, but I don't think I'll be up there. So, okay, okay. No have, a, have a great time up there. Okay, you thank too. you. Bye. Bye, bye. Okay, very good, very good. That was a nice call. There was another question up there, and he's gone, but it we disappeared. Must this question. So we're at the point now where I don't have any more questions or comments questions. from people no out there. Questions. We have all these people listening. Everybody wants to hear what's going on, but nobody wants to take a risk of commenting. So I'm going to start telling dirty jokes. Well, really? You got one in mind? Who's that knocking on my door? Knock, knock. Who's that knocking on my door? Who's there? Who's that knocking on my door? Oh, man. Said the fair young maiden. Okay, this this needs to stop. I'm not going to give you the punchline. (laughs) All right. Oh, look at all these people came in because they don't want to hear me sing. I love this. Smart. All right. 732. What is that? 732. That's probably... 732. Uh, 
New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. New Jersey. This is Chris Christie's buddy. Chris Christie. Let's yeah. see what he's got to say. All right. Hello, Hello, New Jersey. It's Barnacle Bill the Sailor. Just lie on the floor, you friggin' whore, said Barnacle Bill the Sailor. Shame well, on one, you. That's one of the versions. That's not the one I heard. Oh, well, it's the one I heard, and it's the, it's the girl I know. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know anything about that. So what's up? All right, I got two questions on trailers on tires. Or alignment. Um, I have an old Kentucky trailer that um, I was taking it into Kentucky because I was going to refurb it. Mm -hmm. And just before I took it down there, I noticed one side of the tire, meaning like the front or the rear, you know, one one of the side on the treads. One Mm -hmm. side had tread. The other side was gone. Well, it wasn't gone. It was worn away. In the circumference of the tire, okay? Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. So one yeah. tire, part way of the round, has no tread, and the rest of the way around, it's got tread. Correct. Okay, all right. And what's your question? <laughs> Why? Well, you didn't buy enough tire. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, you only paid for half the rubber. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. I thought I, when I bought it, I think I paid full price. So somebody oh. beat me out of some rubber. Yeah, but they only showed you the top of the tire. They didn't show you the bottom, and there was no tread on the bottom. Well, that's right. Looked at the bottom. That's of the tire. right. <laughs> See, at one point, it oh, was the front and the back. It, it was the top and the bottom. If you'd have caught it then, you'd have known. Yeah. No. What? Uh, well, and it's funny is, because you know, many times I looked at that tire. You know, I'd walk around, I'd take a look, yeah, everything's good. And then one day I looked, I'm like, wait a minute, where did it all go? Okay, you know, all right. So let's, it was. Let's yeah. talk specifically about what this tire looks like, okay? Is it black? Yep. Yeah, it's black, it's round, and it's dirty. Okay. <laughs> but And it's bald on one side. Yeah, on one side. On one side. I'm now, bald is it, on one side, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm bald on top. Is it bald all the way in that section, or is it bald in cups in that section? No, it, it's bald all the way. Just bald. All the, okay. Is it one side of the tire or the other side or the whole tire? All the way across the tire. The whole tire. thing. So if you've, got, if you've got, you know, if the tire is around, which mm-hmm. it is, and let's mm-hmm. say it's, you know, 50 inches all the way around, 25 inches had bald, just completely bald. Okay. All right. Now, um, is there on the, on the section that has tread still, is there any feathered wear or unusual cupping in that section of the tread? No. Okay. Then the highest probability I've got is that you either have a warped brake drum or an off-center brake drum, and every time it comes around halfway, the brake is dragging, and then it's not dragging, and then it's dragging, and then it's not dragging, and it'll make a tire do exactly what you're talking about. Right. For that oh, portion okay. of the rotation. So the so simple test is, yeah. the simple test jack is to up, jack that wheel up and see if it spins. If it hangs up, it's not, uh, but why, not releasing. But why wouldn't both tires, you know, there's two tires side by side. Oh, I wouldn't both oh, now, have it. Now we're talking about one tire out of two tires. A dual, one half right, I mean, dual. you know. Okay, is it, the the out, is it the outboard tire or the inboard tire? 
outboard. The outboard tire has got this baldness, and the inboard tire doesn't. Correct. Is this an old enough vehicle that you have the inner and outer wheel nuts, the ball seat type nuts? Or does it have the Unimount? What year? Um, It's a 93. It could have ball seat nuts. It probably does at that elk. Okay. Oh, uh, now we're really good. What does the ball seat look like? Uh, the nut actually has a cone on the end of it that goes into a recess in the wheel, and it centers the wheel. The newer ones, the nut has a washer, a flat washer on it. It doesn't go into the wheel at all. It just flats up against it. The hub centers it. And with the ball seats, the inner wheel has one nut with threads on the outside of it, and then you put the second wheel on, and you put a second nut on the outside of it. So there's actually two nuts. That's, yep. Okay. So you've got the old ball rem- seat tires. So if I if I remember correctly, this has you you put the first tire on, yep. and then there is a stud yes. that goes over the first tire, which locks it in place. Then you put the second tire on with the nut. Yes. So, and and the first one, which has a stud, it's a square drive. Mm-hmm. Correct. And it. And then the outer one has a regular nut. So that's an inner and outer nut system. That's the ball seat system. Okay. Okay. If something if something failed in the ball seat system, it could cause one tire to be off center compared to the other tire. And every time it rolls around, the one's carrying weight and the other's not, and it goes back and forth and you wind up balding out one tire. Okay. So it could be a mounting problem that would make one tire do it. It would be a brake problem if both of them were doing it. Okay. All right. I think there's a. I think they installed it wrong. It'd be my opinion. That would um, be my right. first guess. Right. Yeah. All right. Another question now on again another Kentucky trailer. This one's a '99 model. They were trying to sell me, and when I took it for a ride, it looked like in my mirror it was dog legging mm-hmm. to the right. Mm-hmm. So I told them about it. They took it in their shop. I come back about a month later. They still <laughs> have the trailer. They said, you want to take it for a ride again? I said, yeah. So they told me they fixed it. You can see on the uh, back when you look back by the tandems, you could see that there's some new kind of bolter washer that they said they it's a kit, they say. That sure. they buy to realign the axle. Yep. Sure. So, all right. So they did this. Yep. Well, I take it again for a ride, and I still think it dog legs a bit to the right. And yes, to the right. About four inches. Eh, it could be. Yep. Is is this trailer you're looking at an, a one hundred two wide trailer? Yes. Is your old one a 96-inch wide trailer? You're used to pulling a 102? Yeah, the trailers are almost identical mm-hmm. in almost every way and shape. They're constructed, um, you know, Kentuckys are moving vans. They've got uh, multiple doors, belly boxes. They're okay, the point, the point, the point is... Yep. 
that if you're judging how it's tracking you by putting your drive tires on a white line and expecting the trailer tires to be on the white line, a 102 wide trailer will never look right behind a 96 inch wide tractor. Right. So is it the tire or is it the trailer body that's off to the right? So are you are you looking at the side of the trailer in the mirror and on, on one side you can't see the side of the trailer and the other side you can? Or are you looking at the drive tires and trailer tires on white lines? I'm driving it, and when I'm driving it, I could see on the passenger side it's dog-legging over a little. And if I look yeah. to the left and the driver's mirror, I don't, don't see, see the trailer. full tail end. All right. What if you're in the left lane? Yeah. Have you tried moving the over to the lane, left lane? If I'm in the left lane going backwards, standing on my head? No. <laughs> no, I never I didn't I didn't think about that, taking it to the left lane and are you thinking the crown of the road might be helping to pull well, it? Is that what you're thinking? If it's neutral if it's neutral, if it's pulling straight behind you and you're in the right lane and it goes right and you're in the left lane and it goes left. You could, uh, since the right lane is the truck driving lane, you can adjust it so that it drives right in the right lane. But I guess the question you want to answer is, is this a real, if this, is this only a problem in one lane, or is it actually dragging to the right in the left lane too? What exactly is going on? Right. And, and the reason we're, I'm discussing this 102 wide is, is over the years I've had lots of people complain that their trailer always dog tracks to the right. And when we finally yeah. got in and started looking at it, we found out, well, you're, you're hauling a 102-wide trailer between, behind a 96-inch-wide tractor, and it's always three inches wider than the tractor is yeah. on both sides. Always has. And right. when you're in the right lane, if the trailer is set up dead straight ahead, and if it was a 96-inch-wide trailer behind a 96-inch-wide tractor, and it was set dead straight ahead... On a crown road, it'll always dog track two inches to the right. Mm-hmm. Now, if you add that two inches to a three-inch wider, it'll look like it's dog tracking five inches to the right with a nineties with a one hundred two trailer, because they set the axles dead straight. Right. Instead of accounting for the okay. crown at all. So, if I was to buy that trailer and I didn't like that it dogs legs right, it would be mm-hmm. able to be adjusted. Sure, to sure. follow the tractor straight, correct? On a crown road, yes. When we line trailers on shop floors that are level, we always yeah. aim the trailer axles about an inch to the left in the length of the trailer. Yeah, less, it's about a 16th inch. It's about a 16th inch adjustment back at the axle, but it's about an inch off in the length of the trailer. And then when you're on a crown road, it looks like it's straight. Yeah, it's climbing okay. all the time. Unless you okay, got a, so that uh, would go ahead. So, if I was interested in buying this trailer, I should mm-hmm. not let the dog legging stop me. No, that wouldn't bother I'm me. I'm not buying. Okay. No. What I would do before I bought the trailer, personally, is I would somehow get underneath and inspect the suspension and make sure it's in decent shape. Yeah. I would simply look down the sides of that big box and make sure that it doesn't look like it's bent like a banana. Yeah, that's important. It should look decently yeah, well, that's, straight. Yeah, it looked it looked very straight. Everything, you know, I was very surprised the first time I saw it that everything mm-hmm. looked so smooth and straight. And then it had 
uh, you know, when I drove it, I was disappointed because I said yeah. to them, geez, if it didn't dogleg, I probably would have made a deal with you today. But yeah. then they told me that they fixed it and they they measured um, from the pin, I guess, yeah. back and they, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I still think it doglegs. So I don't they, think it's they, as bad as it was. Yeah. What so, they you know, if it was off did, five inches be. What they probably did is they measure from the pin at an angle back to the outside of the front axle. And then they measure from the pin at an angle to the outside of the other side of the same axle, measuring a triangle. And they try to get that triangle square. Well, if you get it perfectly square, that means it's dead straight. And on a crown road, it's going to dog track two inches. And if it's already three inches off, it looks like it's five inches. So right. we, we've learned okay. through the years that you don't want that triangle dead square or the customer is going to complain. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, and this, when I looked at this trailer the second time, I went back and looked at it. I was a little surprised. They told me they went through it pretty well, but then I noticed there's, I guess you call it rust jacking. Mm-hmm. The, the steel plates where the airbags mount to were starting to lean a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the guys said, oh, well, there's no load on the trailer. I said, that plate's not going to move if there's a load on it or not on it. Mm-hmm. I think I was right by saying that. So that was part of the package. I was telling them, if you want me to buy it, you're going to have to fix that shit. So mm-hmm. that's that's where we were at with it. But I was still a little leery about the dog legging. Yeah, the dog well, tracking, I, I wouldn't worry be. about. No, but, not if you got one of the okay. shops to go to. Yeah, it should be able to be corrected. Yeah, okay. You, you guys have a place in Louisville? Used to. The guy retired. Yeah. Well, there was, oh, good for him. Yeah. I hope, no, I hope he made a good living and is living well. Yeah, me too. You me too. Turkeys? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> we don't have a turkey farm not far from there. No, no, you can't go to... Purdue Farms. They don't <laughs> fix outside businesses. Yeah. Uh, if they you don't? Just look, oh, okay. Just look on our website, mdaligned.com, go to the Shop Locator tab, and, and you can find lots of shops around that do this stuff. Yeah. Okay? And uh, what's the standard rate on alignment? 100 an axle? Yeah. Well, that's my standard rate, but, you know, that different shops have different so, rates, and, and we don't okay. set rate. We, just, we sell the equipment and the training. It's up to them what they do with their business. Okay. Go back to telling more jokes. All right. We'll work on that. <laughs> All right. Thank, Thank you, sir. guys. You have Appreciate a good day. it as All always. Right. You Bye-bye. too. Thanks. Bye. Okay. That was All an right. interesting call. Yeah. Yeah. We got well, another one here from a 608 area code. 608. Your guess. Oh. Wyoming. Wisconsin. Started with the right Started letter. W. Yeah. yeah, you did okay. Of those. It's a cheesehead. They're coming into spring. They're going to start getting tourists up there. Let's see if he is in Wisconsin. I bet he is. Hello, oh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, I'm in Florida. Ah, good for you. <laughs> That's two in Florida, actually. So if there's another yeah. one in Florida, we're just going to hang up on him. There you go. So what's up? Okay, I got a question. Uh, Torque. Um, told me a while ago when I'm torquing the steering and the trailer torque 
and that they're pro torque nuts, single torque, single nut, 45 pounds, and the drives are 90 foot pounds. My question is, is it the same with the wheels on as it is off? No. With the with the okay. wheel off, it's only 25. Right. The rest so of half the torque of what is the torque lifting the assembly. The no, it's seat. less than half because on the rear you're at 90, and with the wheels and drums off, it's 25. Right. So on the trailer, it's 25 with the wheels and tires off. Oh. Correct. Correct. And uh, yeah. what about the drives? Drives. Same, Same thing. You take the wheels. You take the wheels and the drums off. You just got a bare hub. Twenty-five will do it. Steering the same. Yep. So twenty-five for everything with the wheels and tires off, and then with the wheels and tires on, forty-five for the steering and the trailer, ninety for the drives. Correct, because you you've got dual wheels. You're picking up more weight. Right. So 40, yes. The the yes. That's uh. So it's forty five for the steer, and then the trailers and drives are ninety. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Forty five. Okay. Forty five for the trailer and the drive. No. 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 <laughs> no. Forty five for the single. Ninety for the dual. Right. Does that yep. make more sense? Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Very good. 90. 90. 90 for... Duels. The trailer and the trailer and the drives are 90? Yes, because, because you have dual wheels, wheels, right? Yeah. Right. They both are oh, okay. twice the weight. Right. Okay. The, the, amount, right. the amount of torque is based on how much weight you're picking up with the bearing nut. Because right, the bearings themselves, the tapered bearings are pushing together, lifting up weight between them. If you don't, if you right. got a single assembly, you get, you're picking up less weight. Oh, okay, all right, all right. But yeah, I thought you told me four forty-five for the trailer. No. I was thinking because it didn't have no torque on there, that was the reason why that was. No. Okay, all right. Just ninety. Tractor trailer, forty five for the steers, and then twenty five for everything with no tires and wheels. Correct. Or drums. Right. Or drums. What about it? Or drums. The drums. What if the drums are on there? Add ten. Add ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but if you but if you got outboard drums, why would the drum be on there? Right. Why would they be on there? Well, I was going to do a brake job, put two shocks and everything on there, and I thought, well, I'll check them bearings at the same time. So, yeah, I could pull them off really easy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. just slide yeah, them off yeah, and then just use 25. Okay? Right. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, thanks a lot. You bet you, buddy. No problem. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Wisconsinite in Florida Trying to get to Disneyland. Probably. Or Disney World. Yeah. Or something. Okay. We've got a 915 here. That that one's that one's Texas. It, it is Texas. Right. You I'll finally got it. one right. Yeah, El Paso, down where Gene Dunlap's at. That could be El Paso. West mm-hmm. Texas? 
Yeah. Let's see if this is a West Texas boy, and if he's there. If he's there, well, all he has to do is drive a little ways, and he's in. He could be in Mexico. Yeah. Well, let's see. I wouldn't do that. Hello, El Paso. Hello. Yes, this is El Paso. Cool. You were. Are you? (laughs) Are you in El Paso, or are you someplace else? No, I am in El Paso. Well, good for you. Nice place. And what's Um, up? Well, I've got uh, the the biggest question here is how bad does a auto round steer tire cause the steering wheel to shake? Oh, it could cause it a lot. Yeah. Okay. Back and forth. Um, yeah. And it does make it worse when when it's on a rough road. Oh yes. Okay. Oh yes. All right, uh, because that's that's what's been happening. Uh, Chad aligned it about on uh, the 20th or so of January, mm-hmm. and we ended up putting bushings on the on the drives, you know, back mm-hmm. on the back of the suspension back there, and and the mm-hmm. torsion bars. Mm-hmm. And I put and I ended up putting super singles now. Okay. Um, everything's working fine except for that big shake. Well, uh, after he did yeah. the alignment and all that, it wasn't too bad. But the last couple of days, especially on rough roads, it's gotten worse. So you had this out of round when he did the work already? Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, it's... because it, it was already shaking some, but not right. all the time. Well, right. He, okay. and, do, you, do you know and, it's on, is it on the left side or the right side? You know, I'm thinking it's on the right side because there is a little piece of it, uh, a chunk missing from when I was backing into a tight place and, and I cut into the the edge mm-hmm. of the tire of the, okay. or right at the edge of the thread. Well, Have you? Um, I was going to recommend that you, if it's on the left side, move it to the right side and you'll feel it less. But if you're feeling it now and it's on the right side, that's as, that's as good as it's going to get. Right. Now, have you jacked it up and spun the tire to see if it's physically out around? No, I haven't. That, that's um, the first step. We got to do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just jack up, jack up one side at a time. Spin the tire as fast as you can, and look at the top of the tire and see if it's going up and down. Yeah. Just while the tire's spinning, okay. watch the tire, and if okay. it hops up and down, that. If it is okay, you got an out around tire. An more than a quarter. All right. That's probably the other round. Okay. We'll do that. The other question is, on the super singles, you guys are recommending 120 pounds, right? Even though it's well, 110 when it's pulled? The people who we're talking to who are getting the best results out of that are telling us they're running them at 120. Okay? Mm-hmm. If we look at the load and inflation charts for most super singles, the chart says they could go as low as 80 pounds, okay? Mm-hmm. But by the same token, if you had dual tires, and we looked at the load and inflation chart, the chart says they only need 70 pounds. Now, okay. I don't know anybody that successfully ran 70 pounds on their duals. They normally run 100, so they normally overinflate them by about 30 pounds, okay? Okay. And we're seeing the same kind of results with the wide base tire, is that if you run too close to the recommended inflation, about 80, we get more tire wear problems, we get more cupping. But if they run them a bit higher, they tend to get better wear. 
Okay. Now, I am running them at 120, but I got that uh, tire pressure sensor system. Yeah. And as the tire warms up, them tires Oh, it goes to go, 140. I've seen them as high as, yeah. And, I mean, mm-hmm. the biggest thing, it's, it's, a, it's a Freightliner, and they're mm-hmm. bad enough. They shake you like crazy. Sure. Being inflated that that bad, that high, it seems mm-hmm. like uh, even worse. <laughs> well, so what you can do since you have a TPMS system on there is you can experiment with dropping it to 110 when it's cold and then see what it does and drop it to 100 when it's cold and see what it does. <clears throat> and at some point, you're going to find the inflation that you like the best for the ride and still get you good tire work. You see what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now. Remember that when those tires are cold and you start driving them and they start flexing and they build heat, they, we yes. expect them to build about 15% inflation over what is in their cold, okay? Mm-hmm. But the lower you run the inflation, the more the sidewall flexes, the more heat they're going to have and the more pressure they're going to build. Okay. So starting them high, they actually run cooler. Starting them at lower pressures, they were on warmer. Okay. So and what do you actually recommend? What would be? We always recommend more. Well, the cooler a tire runs, the longer it lasts. The hotter a tire runs, the quicker it comes okay. apart. Okay. I should play then within 110, I guess. Bring them down to 110 and see how that, that kind of works out. Because yeah. Okay. Yeah, there may be other causes to your vibration anyway. Um I, uh, there's a lot of other things that can happen, and there's no point getting excited about it. First, jack up the front end, spin it, see if you actually have an out-around tire. Okay. And if you do or right. you don't, yeah. and you want to talk some more, feel free to call us at the office here, and we'll be glad to talk to you, okay? All right. Thank you. Very good, right. friend. Have a good have day. Have a good day. Bye. 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 <laughs> okay. Out-around tire. Yeah, we be got like uh, 20 minutes left, and we got like uh, one caller left. Oh, we can stretch this out. Yeah, I hope he's got a really tough question. Well, it's 817. 817. Your guess? Texas? You, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we had two in a row from Texas. That's okay. So we've hit our allotment on Texas for the night, too. Well, yeah, and we took care of Florida. Yes, got rid of them. Let's so, see what this Texan has to say. All right. Hello, Hello Texas. Texas. Texas two-step. There you go. And are you in Texas? Two, two Texas calls in a row. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. The the bad thing is, is you already answered my question for the most part about uh, the inflation of the tire. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Wide, yeah. I run the wide singles all the time, and when I ran them up all the time at 125 or 130, I'd always wear out the center of them. Um, mm-hmm. And I noticed when I backed them down to around 110, they wear more evenly, and it does have a a pretty good rise to it. Good, good. And and that's so, what – see, the wide-base tires are really so new. They've only been around less than 10 years. And every time we turn around, the tire manufacturers are tweaking the tires, trying to change it to make it perform better. So we haven't got enough experience with the same tire long enough to know exactly what pressures we should recommend for. So – 110, 105, 120. Again, that also depends on what load you're hauling and what speed you're running, because these are much more sensitive to speeds than the others are. By the way, what speeds do you run at? 
uh, you know, probably, and that's another question, probably around, around 62, 63, you know, sometimes uh, we all have to hustle, you know, so less yep. than 70 for sure. Well, we found on the wide base tires, the more you keep it down under 65, the better the tires wear. Yep. If you insist okay. on running 70 or so, they tend to lose both shoulders. Right. May as well as switch okay. So what 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 happens if like if you get uh, like the other day I'm driving along and I'm like oh I've got a low tire so I get out because I don't, I'm not rich you know I don't have the TPS mm-hmm. system uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I get out there and engage it and I got 40 pounds left in the tire you know I caught mm-hmm. it before it went totally bad and so I aired it back up and I just keep an eye on it and it's fine like I haven't had any problems with it you know I just is that something I need to change uh, change out as far as like the, the destroying the the intercation okay. of the tire, the belt. Okay, here's, here's the problem with running a tire that's been low, okay? When the tire runs low on air, the sidewall bends more. And if it bends more long enough, it damages the steel cables in the side of the tire, and then you get a sidewall blowout, okay? Uh-huh. So, so the risk is you had a tire that had 45 pounds in it, the real risk was when you aired it up, standing there with your head in the rim, pushing that thing on there and airing it back up, there is a possibility of a sidewall blowout while your head's in the rim. And it'll Got kill it. your ass. Now, yeah, OSHA says... You might, wake up, you might wake up dead. Yes. OSHA says any tire that is 20% underinflated is considered a flat tire and must be dismounted the interior of the tire inspected for damage, and then reinflated in an explosion-proof cage to protect somebody airing that tire up. I personally know of three people killed doing what you did. Okay. Now, well, you've got we, it aired we up avoided now. The, we, you, we, avoided, we avoided going to heaven that day. You got that lucky that day. Perfect. Now, you've already aired it up. You've been driving the truck for a while with it aired up now. You're not experiencing a problem with it, so the odds are you're going to be okay now because you're already past the critical point, okay? But that's the big advantage of a TPMS system is that it can tell you before you get 20% underinflated and before you do damage to the tire. Okay. Good to know. So uh, as far as my take on running the wide singles, I like them. Uh, I like Running inversions, I've experimented with doing the recaps, and I've only had about a 50% success rate with running caps. That that I've had the version casings, capped them, and then ran them again after that. That's the same experience that I'm getting from the guys who are actually doing the recaps across the country. On recapping right. wide base tires, they have about a 50% failure rate. Yep. So... And, you know, it takes out your muff flaps and your... Well, it takes out everything. Airbag. Yeah. You usually lose the rim, too. Yeah, I've I've had that happen a couple of times. So there's $300, you know, throw it away right there just in the rim, you know. So... Yep. Yep. Uh, What are we we seeing? um, Because I'm the last caller on the line, and I can just soak up the the airtime here. Um, (laughs) What are we seeing as far as, like, the Yokohamas and the Sandcooks? You know, like... You know, everyone talks about Michelin as far as the wide single goes because they're supposed to be number one. 
but mm-hmm. see some of these other companies are coming in and and they're knocking out a trailer fire for like six hundred bucks. You know, it's almost half and I'm, prices. And I'm hearing some good things about the Yokohama wide tire. I'm hearing some reasonable things about the Bridgestone. I'm hearing some reasonable stuff about the Continentals. Um, I, I personally think Michelin's thing is overrated as yeah. far as their experience. At that rate, a little overrated. Okay. Do you definitely, uh, I have, have, do we know of anybody who's ripping their customers off, isn't providing a product that is worth the money that they spend? Right now, I right, don't know right. of anybody in the wide base that's actually got a crap product. True. There's some decent products and there's some pretty good products. Right. And that's that's honestly that's uh-huh. true across the board, except for maybe you know some early, especially earlier, but even current Chinese tires. Oh, Chinese tires! I don't even want to talk about. Sorry, I can't go the, there. We're not, yeah, we're not even. I'm not even. I'm not even into the Chinese uh, tire right. market game. So. Yeah. Right. But every you know, but everything I'm, else they've got, everything else that's out there. I mean, you're not you're not paying dirt for the tire because. I mean, it's $600 a tire, even if it is less than the Michelin. It's still an investment, and they know it's an investment. They have, I have yet to hear of anybody that has uh, just done all their customers wrong with it. I, I, I haven't heard it right. yet. Okay. So I was, I was, yeah, it's great. So I was thinking, well, man, I'll just buy $600 tires for uh, all the positions, you know, save money. So. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be hesitant to try some of them. Right. Okay. So. All right, thank you. You bet you, bud. You have a good day. All right. Yep. All right. We've got another question here. We do. We have another question. Or a comment. Could be a he comment. Thought he was the last one. He thought we were going to close off 15 minutes early. Could be. Oh, well. It's 386 area code. Who are you going to guess? 386. Well, that's uh, that's got to be Silicon Valley because that's an Intel thing. Actually, it's Florida, and we already said we filled our quota of Florida. So they better not be in Florida. Do we want to talk to him anyway? If they're not in Florida. All right, let's find out. All if right. he's not in Florida, we'll answer his well, question. Yeah, if he is, then we'll hang up and tell right. him to check. So. Okay. All right. Hello, Florida. Yeah, I'm in Florida. Oh, you're nice. in big trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm headed to Georgia, though. All right, oh, we'll okay. give you credit all for right, that. Right. Call back when you get the right. <laughs> What's uh, up? Uh, you had been talking about the uh, the airbags on the back. If they're not straight up and down. On a Freightliner. You just loosen. Yeah. yeah. You just loosen up the the, the, the clamps U-bolts. and just move it. Yeah, the Push them out. And just yeah, either with a pry bar on the leash spring, pry them back out where they're supposed to be, or a port of power between the bottom of the airbags to push them back out, and then tighten them all back up. And then every 50,000 right. miles or so, we recommend you retighten the U-bolts. All right. That's all I needed to know. All righty, buddy. Well, good luck to you, and get out of Florida. <laughs> all righty. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, folks. We've had a pretty good time. We did. We went through all the questions we could come up with. Uh-huh. There's 10 minutes left, but I don't think it's worth it unless we want to tell jokes or something. I don't really have any jokes. You don't want to tell any jokes? I don't want to tell any jokes. I've got to, I'm going to work on a comedy routine or maybe a one-man show on uh, alcoholism. You could try that next Sunday night when I'm not going to be here <laughs> if you decide You're to do a show. Be here, so, yeah, I know. I won't be here. I'll be coming back from, from uh, Louisville. Post. Yes. All right. I'll have to make a decision on that because if it's the post uh, Mid America Truck Show show, yeah, 
and they're calling with all these questions that they had for you that they remembered now that they left the booth. And that I couldn't answer in the booth. You're not here to answer them. That's true. Am I going to want to fill in all the gaps? Or are you going to drag me in here in my sleep? (laughs) Because the next Sunday when we do the show, if we did the show, we finish at 9 o'clock our time. And by 6 o'clock the next morning, I have to be on an airplane, which means I have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you're not going to be here. I don't want to be here. I don't think I'm going to do it. Well, we'll have, we may skip the aftermath show and wait one week. We might. You know, somebody else just put a, a click in there. They want to ask a question. A 360. That's and we Washington. do have a few minutes. That's a Washington call. Let's we talk can, to Washington. Where they haven't, we haven't hit our quota. Hello, Washington. Push walla, button. walla. No, push button. actually the, push the button. West Coast. Hello, Washington. <laughs> How are you guys doing? We're doing pretty good. Um, I had a qu- I had a question about, uh, you were talking about the pressure, um, the higher the pressure, the lower the temperature. Um, I've been running uh, 115 in my drives, and Mm -hmm. it says 110 on the sidewall. And Mm -hmm. I was just curious if that's too much or or am I doing good? Okay, let's talk about what the sidewall pressure means on a commercial truck tire, not on a passenger car tire. We're off of passenger cars. Passenger car tires and pickup truck tires, according to federal regulation, must show the maximum recommended cold inflation for that tire. Commercial truck tires, they're supposed to show the appropriate pressure for the load specified on the side of the tire. So a commercial truck tire will say, for example, max load, 6,175 pounds at 110 PSI cold inflation single. Which means if you have 110 pounds right. of pressure in it, it can carry 6,000 pounds of load. As a... All right. Now, that's what the sidewall says. Yeah. There is a load and inflation chart in all tire manuals that tells you if that tire, that particular size tire, with that ply rating on it, if it has 4,500 pounds of load on it, it can have a, an appropriate inflation of 70 pounds. Okay. Oh the sidewall might say okay. 110, but you don't have 6,000 pounds of load on it. You only have 4,500, so 70 pounds is the appropriate inflation. Okay? All right. Now, your dual wheels on your truck, that's what you got, duals, right? Right. Fully loaded, how much weight can you carry on a drive axle? On a drive axle, it's what, 15, 16, 17,000? Correct. Right. Now, you've got four tires on that axle. You divide four into 17,000. You're going to find fully loaded, the most weight those tires are going to have is 4,250 pounds of load. Got it? It's a lot less right. than 6,000. Okay. And according to the load and inflation charts from the tire manuals, and I've got them all here, it says that tire requires a minimum of 70 pounds of pressure. Now, you can run more than that. But the minimum is 70. But the minimum is 70. Now, years ago, we used to try to run 70 pounds in those like the engineers tell us we're supposed to, and the tires were like crap. So we boosted it. So we kept increasing the pressure <clears throat> until we found where it wore right. And depending on the brand and the model of the tire, somewhere between 90 and 100 pounds seemed to be where we got pretty good tire wear. Okay? Now, you're running uh-huh. 115 in a tire where most people run 100. I don't wrong. think 115 is hurting them. 
and 115, you're actually getting a little better rolling resistance, so you get a little better fuel economy. But the higher the pressure you run, the rounder the tire stays. The big flat spot at the bottom is not as big, Mm -hmm. which means you don't have as much rubber on the road, which means you might get worse heel and toe wear in your drive tires from the engine twisting the rubber. And under an adverse condition, because you've got a smaller footprint, you may not have the traction you really want. Now, there's, a, there's okay. also a formula, if we, if we knew what the formula was, for if, depending on the n- number of uh, pounds on the tire versus the amount of air in the tire, for how large that patch actually is. Oh, you could calculate that. If you take 70 PSI yeah. into 4,250, yeah. it tells you how big the footprint is That's in square inches. The footprint is right there. Right. Now, if you take 115 PSI into that same... Uh, 4,200 pounds. Yes. That tells you how much smaller it'll be. Yes, you can see how how much it changes the footprint. So, yeah, it could be a 30% less foot, uh, smaller footprint. Because you're running higher pressure. Because you're running higher pressure. And right. If you, if you don't mind that, right. it's good for you because you got, uh, you got better lower rolling resistance. And, and a cooler uh, tire. Cooler tires. The casing lasts that, longer. Then that's what you do. Right. But it all comes down to, okay. do you have enough traction? Do you have the, the, the grip you need when you need it? If you do, then, then run the pressure. It doesn't matter. Yep. Okay. Um, I've got the uh, Energy Line uh, low rolling resistance drive tires. Um, mm-hmm. is, that, uh, is that still going to be okay? It doesn't matter you, about that. You're saying that, okay, okay. That doesn't bother All me. Right. I don't care. I don't care if it's a Michelin, a Bridgestone, a Continental, a Yokohama. When you're dealing with a low Pro 22.5 tire and dual wheels, it's all the same. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Very good, buddy. Right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks drive, a lot. Drive safe out there. Yep. Thank you for calling. I will. Thank you much. Uh-huh. Bye. All right. Okay, we got another guy that come in here wants to talk. I know to us. who it is. I know where it is. And we got five minutes left. I know where it is. You know where it is? It's downtown LA. By golly, two one three area code is it California? Yeah. Let's see if this individual's in California. All right. Well, they don't let them out anymore, do they? That's true. They got a a moat. All right. Hello, Hello California. California. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for taking my phone call. Um, I have. Uh, Yes, sir. I, and I actually have another question about about the rubber. Um, I was using some Magnum condoms, and we're fucking my boyfriend in his asshole. And we, you know what we were doing? We just I, I burned that thing up, and when he farted, it, it smelled like like as if he had like he was just burning tires. Now the rubber that I use, you know, Too we're just butt fucking away. It was a lot of butt fucking, just ramming in the ass. And then before you know it, you know. That was that was too much pressure, folks. I don't know how to tell you this, but I I think that is not a subject that we're going to discuss on this radio program. <laughs> <laughs> you folks have yourselves a good week. We're going to go to Louisville and talk to some folks, and we will talk to you all later. Bye. <laughs>